From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. Welcome to AM Hodgepodge. I'm Mark Tapp, and this is Keith Welton swallowing after me. What's going on, buddy? Oh, yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. The cold has sort of gotten to my head a little. Yeah. You figure that out? Yeah. Hey, um, I have a question. Should we talk about what you brought yet? or No. Okay. So I have a question. Yeah. So on the way over, I didn't have the heat on. For some of the ride, yeah. You, well, the majority. Right. Okay. Man, well, of course, the truck was cold, so even if you had the air on, it wouldn't have No, helped. no, 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 no. I'd just gotten to pick you up. I mean, it was warm inside. It was it was showing that it would heat. Uh, you have something that shows you that it would heat? Yeah, when that little thing is in between the H and the Z. Oh, well. That usually means hot air will come out. Okay. If your system is working. Maybe. My question was, was that... I mean, if you were going on a long car ride, would you just keep it like that, or would you have turned the heat on? Oh, I would have turned it on. Mm. Now, uh, if it's snowing out mm. and I've got a short drive. I know. Don't ever turn it on. I won't turn it on. Why? Because I don't want to scrape my windshield. Yeah, the thing sticks to yeah. the right. But but if it's, uh, if it's not snowing and it's cold, mm-hmm. I'll wait. Until the the car warms up, and then I'll turn it on and, and leave it on. Yeah, because I like to be cozy. That, so your first reason is the reason why I actually don't. I got so used to just not turning the darn thing on because I'm like in the summer I don't I just roll the window down. Yeah, and then the, in the, the winter time I don't like my wipers continuing yeah. to. These yeah. are old man tricks. They are. Yeah, and then just park in the sun. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and then your car's warm when you get 50 into 50-some degrees, and you can mm-hmm. just keep a coat on. It's like a greenhouse. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yeah. So we got a great show today. It's a show. No, it's it's great. I mean, it's got the potential to be great. It, that, we don't now, know what it is Yeah, now, now we're in it. What I did do is I brought something in order to kind of help with that, and Dan brought something, too, to help. Dan's old reliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen to this. Listen, Ray. Is that loud on the air? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, I heard it all the way over here. It could so. be. It could be a tooth. You may not have all your teeth still. It's freakishly loud, even in your head. Like when you, because I gave you some. Yeah. Loud, much louder than peanuts. Well, I ate it, mm-hmm. and then I wondered. I wonder what those really are. I know you're you're in luck. Yeah. So you're going to tell me? Yeah. So as part of the as part of the overall thing, you know, I was like, they, oh, we got snow, and they taste like they kind of taste like Fritos. Yes, and I love them. Yeah. So I got them because if I figured if we're going to lose power, <laughs> that's your survival food. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought a couple of packs, and then I was shocked at how few calories were actually in it. Hmm. So. So it's it's a health food. It's a low calorie. Okay. Yeah, it's very low calorie. And if you get 
the kind that so what we're talking about are corn nuts. I think it's been it's probably been my teenage years since I had a corn nut. Mm. So what are they made out of? Yeah. Exactly what you I think. I mean they look like corn. <laughs> exactly what they yeah, Is they are some sort of a popped yellow corn. No, it's it's roasted or deep fried corn kernels. Okay. Yeah. It's also referred to as chancha in Peru. If you care. So our Chopi in Ecuador. So is it is it does it originate from Peru? Uh blah 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 blah. There's a lot of this stuff. But anyway, <laughs> Albert Holloway of Oakland, California uh-huh. introduced the corn nuts to the United States in nineteen thirty six. But by nineteen uh was like sixty one or sixty sixty four is the corn nut that you know. This what a uh inexpensive Way to become rich. That was the reason why it was made. Yeah. It was an inexpensive way to give away a snack for people drinking beer. So it was originally made for beer drinkers? Yes. For that specific purpose. No different than popcorn was invented for moviegoers. So to do you keep think the, hands the peanut themselves. came before the corn nut, corn nut or after the corn nut in the bar scene? Oh, that's a good question. This doesn't refer to that. My guess would be about the same time. <laughs> they were probably competing, and peanuts were probably a lot more expensive. Yeah. I don't know. I would think, uh, I mean, you imagine how many corn nuts are on a cob of corn. Yeah. Versus how many times you have to shell a, a peanut. Right. So we've got a live studio audience. You gonna throw that at somebody? Well, you see how big you see how big these are, mm-hmm. right? You see how big they are. Yeah. How many days do you think the the kernel is soaked in water? Uh, I'm gonna say because that's how it gets larger. Yeah. I'm gonna say two, three. That's pretty good, right? You're only off by fifty percent, but it's three. <laughs> it's three days. Math. Yeah, math. But the um, but this is the original size of that kernel of corn. Huh. Would you have guessed that? Does it look big? Yes. Yeah. So it's a speci- it's a specific type of corn that is grown, and so they brought it, became like a hybrid, and da 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 da. And yeah. that's why in 1964 you kind of got to this size. But what I wanted to say is this. So this is the chili. Picante one, and I asked, "Does it taste like the the one you remember?" And you're like, "I couldn't even tell you because yeah. it's been so long." Yeah, yeah, this it's is more, good. Uh, it's the texture, I think, that I remember. Yeah, is that still really loud? Yeah, <laughs> this is a hundred. There's only a hundred so people out there adjusting their station. Uh-huh. I think it's got Something static. Yeah, wrong with this thing? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I won't do that anymore. So, so we've got Hormel owns this. Hormel, yeah, and it used to be owned by Planters. Well, Planters there, bought there, it. There's your peanut right connection. Yeah, Planters right bought it, but then sold it to Hormel in like 2020 or something like that. Huh. That would be a good nostalgic brand. Yeah, to pick up like a Twinkie and Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging it. I was glad that I picked them up. I I picked up three different flavors. Matter of fact, I think I just maybe. Uh, Maybe just listed the foods that if I was on death row and it was my last day, it would be corn nuts, 
Pabst and a Twinkie. Well, so so here's this deal. <laughs> this bag, this bag says three, uh, four servings uh-huh. out of here, and I opened it last night, and I was, in, you know, watching sports and have, having a beer, and I was, and I there's still like half the bag, better than half the bag left. Yeah, it could actually legitimately be if it's if it is corn. Could be a, a survival type food. Well, I I didn't energy. Food. I didn't go in and I didn't raid potato chips and I didn't eat cookies. Yeah, <laughs> see what I mean. So the calorie count in here. What's the sodium percentage on so, there? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna tell you, it's a lot. And I'm sure that some of the other flavors, because they have ranch barbecue, salted, non-salted. I mean. You throw all of them in there, you can start to get a lot. Yeah. 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 All right. That being said, there's a beer here, too. It's the Bigfoot Ale. And Dan McKinney is here from uh, Radford Chamber. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, the story is that we couldn't find this beer. Yeah. It was, uh, it was all sold out, and Dan heard the show and went on a mission. Yeah. And he got us a 12-pack of – was it a 12-pack or a case? Yeah, it was a 12-pack. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Not quite how many, a 12-pack How many anymore? are left I now? I think there's two or three still. Okay. So this is a 2016. I think it was 20 – was it 2010 to 2020? 2010, 2011, 2016, 2017. Yeah, that maybe. we've done. What do you think of this one? With the corn nuts, it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's good, but I think that – I think we decided the 2011 was the still the best, the best tasting of, yeah. of all of them. This one was pretty smooth. It didn't have that um, real hoppy right. aftertaste. Of course, um, we've got enough guests in here that we. it was really just a tiny sample. Yeah. Uh, so that might have affected things yeah. a little bit. Yeah, no, this, one, this one's very, very, very smooth. Yeah. In fact, this one doesn't taste all that different from a lot of just amber ales. Quite frankly, I know the alcohol is still up on it. Yes, it is. And I don't know whether it's sitting in the fridge for a year because we've had these for a while. This is mellowed. Um, yeah, has gotten better with age. Yes, yeah. possible. It's mellowed. Would you agree? Yeah, it's yeah. very, very, very good. I like it. I like it a lot. Do you, Do we want to go through some beer news? Sure, go for it. All right. I'm ready. A couple A couple stories here. Uh, so Bud Light is in the news again. But it's it's not because of marketing. It is um, they are the first um, big. You, you can weld that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that will that joke will make sense later in the yeah. show. <laughs> so um, uh, Bud Light is going to be the first big scale um, uh, strike of the year. Oh, wow. Okay. So 5,000 workers in the United States are planning on going on strike here in the next uh, couple weeks. I think the, I remember hearing that. The uh, Nope, I'm breaking it. That's uh, <laughs> true. No, I think I read it about a month ago that they were that, that was planned. It may have been. It's the same it's only an, It's only America's. Yes, so that's it's true. Yeah, it's only the Americas. And and Sean O'Brien is the president of the Teamsters Union. He's mm-hmm. the same guy that negotiated UPS's contract. And the auto worker. Uh, that I don't know. That I don't. I cannot speak to. Mm. Um, Do not recall. Uh, but the 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 five thousand employees voted ninety nine percent to strike. Mm. 
And and in March, if they do not have a contract by February 29, they will stop brewing beer. Hmm. Well, they they would have a 180 day supply already on the shelves. Yeah, but now you know you, you, my initial thought was, well, you know, kind of kick a man when he's down with regards to Budweiser, ABN Bev. Mm-hmm. Um, but the company has already said it's such a small amount; it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, the the reality is, so ABN Bev makes a quarter of all beer drunk globally. Mm-hmm. And they had $32 billion in profits in 2023, which was a 1.97% increase mm-hmm. over the prior year, despite mm-hmm. what you said, despite the problem of, of their marketing in Bud Light in the United States. Right. So it is just kind of a blip. Yeah. It's a growing market, no different than if you read, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a... You know, you have to look and you have to know stuff in order to be able to decipher. But if you read, it'll talk about beer sales are increasing. Yeah. And then it'll talk about the rate in which craft beer is increasing. If you read into it, it's a, it'll tell you, well, that's because the fastest markets are Japan, South Korea. Right. You see what I mean? I mean, so these are places that Europe. Germany mm-hmm. is actually one of the fastest growing. So it's not the U.S. Right. side. So back to the part about the, the bud, you know, so, which, so. which could be, a, by the way, a double sword, Dan, because you, you've got people coming out saying, you know, you're hurting the worker or you're hurting the American, you're hurting all this and everything else. And then the company's like, but it's not important to us. Right, and when you think so, if it's when you if think it's not about, important to to them, then why are you then then why why are they saying that on the other end? So, as far as these markets that are growing, what demographic is that? Is that the South Korean, the Asian? No, markets. I mean age age wise. Oh, I that, don't know. Probably younger. Yeah. So are, they, are these countries having a population boom in that? No, but they've but these are relatively new markets for the brewer. Okay. Yeah. yeah, right. So it's know, just market because I know whiskey and bourbon hit Japan probably ten years ago. Yeah, that's exactly right. Been a huge. Mm-hmm. They're just capturing market share. Gotcha. Yeah, they're just like, oh wow, this is different. Mm-hmm. And I think largely uh, around the world, and especially in Asian markets, American brands still hold themselves out as a premium. Yeah, well, the other thing, you know, I just thought of this. It's like all of their beer and all that stuff was always made or tailored to the tastes of their culture. But as they import Western foods, cultures, Chipotle, then you're going to change the flavor palette. That is a perfect segue. You bring in corn nuts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It all changes. That's right. So, uh, in other news, Rupee Beer. Rupee, R-U-P-E-E. Dan, do you know what? what That's what, a money. I do not. What money? In, uh, Indian. That's right. It's Indian currency. So, Rupee Beer mm-hmm. uh, was founded in Maine in 2021. Uh, and it is expected to... Well, they grew 2023 uh, revenue 200% over 2022, which, of course, could mean they sold 
one beer in right. 2021. Math again. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they are um, they're actually being sold in 14 states uh, in stores, mm-hmm. in Costco. Um, uh, what's the other one? Sam's Club? No. DJs? It's like Whole Foods, mm. but not. Safeway. Just keep going. Anyways. <laughs> Um, they've got a number of national distributors mm-hmm. that, that they're in. And um, they are – they. it was founded by two young men who are Indian. Wegmans? Um, no. Uh, Trader Joe's. Okay. Thanks, though, for that. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know how that correlated, but it did. <laughs> so um, – these two young men are Indian, and their parents are immigrants mm-hmm. uh, from India. And they, during the pandemic, realized that they could not get the, the, the beer that they normally drank from India wasn't being shipped to the, to the States. Mm-hmm. And so they decided, well, let's just make our own beer. And so I'm thinking, you know, how does a, a brewer, they're, they're, they're Sold in 14 states, but they can ship to customers in 45 states, and they're working on trademark patents in the EU and Britain. So I, I know a little bit about brewing, and it's it's not that easy or or cheap to kind of get a big footprint. Right. I mean, uh, all you got to do is look at Yangling. Yangling right. is not sold in 45 states. Right. So and they've been around for 130 years. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I'm wondering, well, how did they how did they do this, and and how are they brewing their own beer, right, to to ship it out? Well, of course they're not. Yeah, they're not brewing any of it. And and they started their first beer was a lager, which I, that's correct tough. me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it's a tough beer to 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 brew. Very time consuming too. Right. So um, turns out they partnered with another main resident who was a founder of Shipyard Ale. Mm, okay. And this gentleman uh, started basically working in craft brewing in, in 1986. So he's been around for a while. He's helped 80 different companies launch beers. Um, and so they are uh, contract brewing with a company out of Boston um, and it, and so they just developed the recipes, right? And of course, they did do some brand development and and worked on the, the flavor profile of these recipes because they wanted to pair it with Indian foods, that spicy mm. food. And so, as an example, you know that there are rice adjuncts mm-hmm. in lager. Yep. Well, they went to the Indian side of rice, and they're using basmati rice to flavor their their beer. Um, but it's a fascinating story. We'll put this up on Facebook. Uh, uh, I think kind of cool to see two young men uh, forging a new path and uh, and doing it successfully. And, and and sort of a cool story because we know that there are some struggling brewers in the United States, probably globally. Yeah, help pick up some right of that. Right now. And, and they're showing that there's a way to, to do it successfully. Yep, absolutely. Cool. All right. That's it? That's it for me. Good. Let's, let's call it. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in our guests. Everybody stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. 